a number of MPs bowed out of Parliament over the past week, giving their final address to the House. Ian Lees Galloway, who was sacked from Cabinet by Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern two weeks ago, used his speech to apologise to his family. Others giving their valedictory speeches were Labour MP Raymond Hu, the Greens' Gareth Hughes, and former Labour Ministers Ruth Dyson and Claire Curran. Here's a clip of Claire. Is the adversarial centuries-old Westminster system fit for purpose in Aotearoa? I don't believe it is. For a progressive country, highly respected in the world, we practice this system, in my view, in an immature and destructive way. Politicians in the news media focus on conflict, perceived or real slip-ups, rather than substance and the quality of ideas. So... Former Minister of Everything, Stephen Joyce, joins me now. And very good morning to you. Hi, Kerry. How are you? Very well, thank you. What do you make of the rather negative, bitter tone that so many politicians yeah, I, I are taking? I think it's a real pity. Mm. Um, I think the whole idea of a valedictory is to reflect on your time, uh, you know, show a bit of the human side that you don't get to show in all the speeches you make, um, thank the people that have supported you, and generally leave the place on a good note. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and we've seen... Of all the valedictories, we've seen a few like that, but we've seen quite a lot of them that are just a bit too, yeah, I suppose, you know, I mean, it's up to the individual. It's their mm. valedictory, absolutely, if you want to go out that way, um, uh, you know, completely you're right. But it just seems a pity that that's the bookend on somebody's political career because it is a tough life and you think, well, maybe just walk out the door with a smile on your face. I you would have thought so. And I think Claire Karen is one of the least able to point the didgeridoo at other people, given, you know, hers were major stuff-ups, not once, not twice, three times. Well, I think that's the difficulty in those. People say, well, that might look a bit self-serving, because actually it is a big deal who ministers meet. Hmm. Uh, and It is, yeah. And um, and what's is said to whom and when. Um, you know, you're a minister. Um, those things matter. So I think saying, oh, well, the, the media should sort of gloss over that stuff, which is what she appeared to be saying, hmm. um, I just think that's... Um, that's naive, if mm. anything, or perhaps um, just something that you know you'd, you'd say if you were in that situation. Mm. But I, I, yeah. So if I was, I mean, I'm not going to pick on any individual at all. I just think it's 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 you know, it's time to sort of think. Well, okay, I didn't get to do everything I want to do. Nobody ever does. Um, but let's reflect on the things that were good. Let's reflect on the people that you worked with, um, and and that includes across the other side of the house. Um, and you know, let's put politics aside for that farewell mm-hmm. speech. Which so many did in the past, but the, yes. yeah, the, just the tone of this this time around just seems very bitter and negative. I and mean, you say it's a tough place, but I guess there'd be people who are just coming home after working all night cleaning offices mm, thinking, tough. "Really? Yeah." That's right. <laughs> well, it's where it's where it's tough is, um, yeah. It's it's probably like any job where you are working away from home, uh, sort of three or four days a week for the whole year, and. Um, that is, you know, that has real challenges. There's plenty of other jobs that involve that as well. You know, people that drive trucks, people that fly planes. Yeah. But they would tell you too that that actually is tough. Um, mm. So I don't think it's any more or less tough than that. The difference is probably that there's uh, the difference. Your cappuccinos, my cappuccinos, right? That's very nice, thank you. And the difference is probably that there's not sort of thirty or forty journalists camped outside your door uh, for the entire time, mm. and and ready to. To, to keep a, a scrutiny on you, yeah. um, and that is the unusual aspect of the job, I, I think, is that you've got you know journalists are under the same pressure as everybody else to get a story, to get something out. And sure, sometimes you'd look and you think the stories are not 
really the ones that are they should be focusing on. But you know, th- at the end of the day, they've got a job to do as well, which is to uh, not only inform but also entertain their audiences. Well, you understand that having worked in broadcasting for years and years and years, but yes. <clears throat> but at the same time, um, you know, th- it hasn't been the journalists that have exposed, you know, that have gone under the duvet and under the bed sheets. It's been oh, the, politicians. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and that's the other thing you don't have normally. You know, there's probably not a lot of sort of uh, political benefit um, if a truck's driver uh, misbehaves and a mate finds out. Um, yeah. But, but I think, unfortunately, people do use, are starting to use that sort of thing as a political weapon. And I think that is a problem. And I that's where I think, because it's very easy to attack the individual uh, mm. Without thinking about their family uh, oh, and, yeah. and those sort of situations, um, and I think some of that has crossed the line uh, because actually, you know, everybody's human, and those families are very human. Except it's the politicians who've revealed it, like, and it, it, it's not as though they can even choose to not report it. Jamie Lee Ross did it live with Heather oh, Duplessis Allen. Yeah. Um, we had Judith Collins go, "Oops, oh, what am I saying?" When it came to you know. Ian Lee's Galloway, and that was live on air too. It's not even as though you can make a decision not to report it. Well, I think my view of all this stuff is that is that nobody's perfect, mm. and um, you know, there's there's aspects of everybody's lives that they're not proud of. Mm. So I would just say to the, the people that that bring these things up, you know, just let's let's just take a breath. Uh, and I always, my view in life anyway, is always focus on the person and the job they're doing. You know, that's the bit that actually is really important. Mm. It's, it's more important than anything else. Yeah. I remember David Cunliffe, I ran into him after he'd left Parliament about six, seven, he'd been out for about six or seven months. Yeah. And he said he had no idea that Wellington really didn't matter that much to many people. <laughs> he had been caught up in that world for yeah. so long and in that political bubble for so long. He didn't yeah. realise that the vast majority of people just want you to get on, do your job. That's and, right. Yeah. Yeah, the Bowen Triangle. Uh, it is very disorienting. I used to say, and probably still would if I was asked to, to, to MPs, is that you know, the key thing is that you have some people around you at home and in your electorate that ground you. Yeah. So that when, because we go down to Wellington or up to Wellington and the, it's like there's some sort of weird force field with the compass and it's just like the compass sort of spins around. At the end of a week, you're not quite sure which way you, you're pointing. Mm. And so you go back to back home and back to your electorate and back to the people you trust and you talk and listen to them and they'll straighten you up and get you ready for the next week. Mm. Because in Wellington there's 360 degrees of advice and stuff that can sound really stupid, uh, you know, perhaps, I don't know, somewhere around Auckland. You know, somehow somebody can make it sound eminently reasonable mm. in the middle of Wellington and you go, hang on. Um, and so yeah. that is really important. And that's important for policy as well as everything else. It's, it's just having that... That grounding ability, and you're right in in Auckland or in Christchurch, you know they look at Wellington and go, "God, I wish it would get out of our lives." Yeah. Um, and I know uh, other journalists who have come up here after the period of time in the gallery and gone, "Wow, actually, people really don't care what we did in the gallery." <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Some of them get to, you know get a bit surprised when people mm. say, "So, what did you used to do before you came here?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, reading an interview with Bono from U2 and his wife made him stay in a hotel for a week after he'd done a big stadium tour because she said, I'm not your audience. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not a stadium. Go and just learn to be human again and then come and see me. And well, I, I had a former colleague who used to say that his uh, spouse would uh, hand him the toilet brush when he got home <laughs> and just 
sort of just to ground him again <laughs> and and send him to work on the bathroom to make Perfect. sure that uh, that he understood that you know that there was that there's a real life out there. Exactly. Um, the other thing, that in light of all the, you know, Andrew Falloon, that was incredibly unsavoury. Um, people made the point, commentators made the point that a lot of young people do a political degree at university, then they get a job either um, volunteering or a part-time job at parliament, then they get a real job in parliament, then they become an MP. They have no real-life experience. Mm. Uh, you had some experience. Can you compare and contrast the different worldviews? Yep, uh, Look, I, I again, I don't think you can say it should be this way or it shouldn't be that way because if you're saying that you shouldn't take that route that you just described, well, that's the Prime Minister, that's the Minister of Education, Minister of Health, that's yes. actually Grant Robertson, Chris Bishop. You know, there'd be yes. a, the Parliament would be a very different place if we sort of said to those people, go away and get some life experience. Now, there's plenty of people who would argue that some of those should, but that's that's politics. But um, but I think we it would be great to have more people in Parliament that have had a life before Parliament. And there's a number of reasons why that works. Uh, one is you're probably a little bit more self-confident in some ways in terms of, well, you know, if all this turns to the proverbial, I can go and do something else again because I've done that. Mm. Um, you generally have more life experience in dealing with people. If you've managed an organisation, that's very helpful uh, should you become a minister because it's all about how you get people to do things that you need them to do. Um, so I think that that would be great if we have more people. I, I think it's hard because you know, I think the situation at the moment is that a lot of people would look even more so at politics and go, oh, why would I want to do that? Particularly if you've made a bit of a you know, success of your life outside of you know, doing what you do. It's a big wrench to sort of say, Going. So I always say to those people, and there's a few coming in, I think, this election one way or other, and they, you go, wow, that's, that's fantastic. And so I think, I think we should encourage and be a bit supportive, which, I mean, that, that does mean that as a public and a um, society, we just have to think about exactly how hard we're going to pursue um, some of the personal lives of, of people that stand up for public service. I think that is tricky. Yeah, I think it is too. I thank you so much for your time. It's always lovely to chat. Yeah, it's nice great that to you be were in here. the Thanks area. Thanks for the coffee. Yes, it was Anne Marie. Yes, uh, Helen, my producer, was like, because he's running late. No, he can just get one from the machine. But she's <laughs> <laughs> tough. <laughs> you just, yeah, she is. Uh, I need a tough producer, but you deserved one. Thank you very Thanks, much. Gary. Always Cheers. good to chat.